You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back for episode six of Vol Club Confidential. I'm your host, Austin Price. We've got a great show tonight. Javante Spragans, the zookeeper, as he is eloquently known by his teammates, will join us here in just a little bit. But first, before we get going, Tennessee 10 and 2 and in the Orange Bowl. First time since 1997, the 1998 Orange Bowl, that the Vols will head to Miami to take on the Clemson Tigers, the ACC champs, after their win over North Carolina this past weekend. What a huge time on Rocky Top. And, you know, Tennessee fans will no doubt be headed to South Beach uh, there in late December. The game, December 30th, 8 o'clock. And to kick this show off, we're going to bring in Spire Sports' James Clawson. James, exciting time. You all are going to be at the bowl game. Currently working on plans, for tailgates, and events for those ball club members. Yeah, we're still we're trying to figure all that out, but I think we're going to have a at least a tailgate. We'll probably have a couple other events throughout the week. We'll be there, you know, three or four days before the event, so for the game. So we're really excited. Before you head to South Beach, though, big event coming up on signing day night, the twenty first, at the press room. Uh, we'll have signees. We'll have. You know, coaches, uh, Tennessee coaches, to kind of you know break down the Tennessee recruiting class, which is headlined by Nico Iamaliava, Jordan Matthews, some really big time players in that twenty twenty three class. Take me through the event and how can people attend the event? Yeah, so tickets are available for anybody to purchase right now on our website, ballclub.com. Uh, it's at the press room here in Knoxville. You know, Coach Apple will be there. So, break down the break down the class, give some insight into the class. Probably tell some good stories. Maybe you can get some good stuff out of him. Uh, but it's going to be a good event, a fun event. I think fans can interact and meet some of the new players, which will be exciting. Um, and we're excited to bring the event back. Yeah, double digit players, early enrollees will take part in bowl practice. They'll arrive on the 15th, they'll go through bowl practice, and for the first time ever, they'll actually go to the site and go through bowl practice down in Miami. They will not be able to dress out for the game, though, but they will be on the sideline in sweats for the Orange Bowl game against Clemson. Lastly, when you look at kind of target goals for 2023, how important is it to get local businesses involved? Yeah, so you know, one of our big focuses for 23 is to get more, more local businesses, more brands involved in doing deals with players. So, you know, I think there were a lot of brands, you know, throughout the fall that had a lot of success based on the football team's success, right? Hotels, restaurants, I mean, massive sales, massive sale increases from, from previous football seasons. So we want to try to get more of those type of businesses involved. And, you know, we'd love to have that conversation with anybody listening that has a business, owns a business, um, you know, works for someone that you think could benefit from having an athlete, you know, kind of be part of it. Let's make sure he has those conversations. And now let's continue our conversation with Javante Spragans. Javante, welcome to Vault Club Confidential. 
what's this ride been like this year? Um, you go back to you know the hard work you put in last off season, right up through the summer months, and then to be ten and two going to the Orange Bowl. What's it mean? Uh, it means a lot because uh, uh, me and the guys during the off season, we put our pride in our work, and uh, we just wanted to come out this season and execute and really show ourselves and show the fan base that we got what it takes to be a top team in the SEC. Best part about this offensive line this year? I mean, you've had four. All SEC weeks, as far as different linemen, when all SEC offensive linemen of the week, just continuity, unity. I mean, you guys battled some injuries a year ago. This year, you were healthy. Yeah, just all of that. Um, like we we uh, we set a goal for ourselves uh, early in the year that we wanted to be uh, finalists and win the uh, Joe Moore Award, which is like a prestigious offensive line award for like the best line in the country. And uh, we set our goals, and we just wanted to attack those every week. This team specifically has done things that. No Tennessee's done. No Tennessee team's done in 20 years. Like win 10 games in regular season. You record points against Missouri earlier in the year. Um, if for an SEC opponent, thing, little things like that. Yards in the game. Does Coach Hypel talk to you about some of these accomplishments you guys have had? We try to keep it like every uh, next game. Like we just try to focus on the next game every week. And uh, sometimes we we. Uh, well, you can see it all on the internet. Like we've done this, we've done that. Uh, but we try to stay. Like we just try to stay ahead in our game. Just every week, going week by week. How, how much do you pay attention? I know it's easy to say I'm blocking out Twitter, but you know, <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Everybody to, looks at it, right? It's hard to not pay attention to it because uh, as soon as you get on your phone, like after a game or or that Monday, you see it, and uh, it isn't like it's not uh, not known. Like, hey, you do something good, and uh, they just tell you about it. Best meme. Gif, whatever you that you seen on Twitter about the seasons, what? I think they uh, Tennessee made a highlight video, and it was like uh, some of the games that we played so far. It was funny; it had a lot of memes in it and stuff. But uh, I don't have any like single one personally that I could point out. Right, so Javantez is from St. Louis, Missouri. East e St. Saint Louis. Louis. Yeah, okay, East St. Louis. Let's Big difference. Differentiate. Um, kind of take me through growing up in East St. Louis, and and. You know, to to get to this point where you're at Tennessee, what's that mean for you? It means a lot for me, uh, but it, it especially means a, a lot to my family because, uh, like, uh, where I come from, my last name means a lot to me, and uh, it means a lot to the people around me. So I try to uh, come here and uh, just present myself in a way that shows that this guy is uh, coming from where he's coming from. He's not. He's going to do whatever he can do to try to better himself every day. Best part about growing up in East St. Louis, hardest part about growing up in East St. Louis? Best part, uh, just being with my family. Uh, like I said, my uh, my dad got a lot of siblings, uh, a lot of brothers and sisters. Like I think like he got like eight on each side, like brothers and sisters, eight eight sisters. So you got a lot of aunts and uncles. Yeah, got a lot of cousins, a lot of yeah, a lot of family. So just being able to grow up around them and uh, not being separated and having like, of course you you want to get away from uh, like a, a bad place, but. Sometimes you can't, so as long as you got your family and stuff like that, it, uh, it kind of gets you through it faster. So, When we talked when you were out for the locker room one night, you, you kind of went there a little bit, just, you know, some of the hard things you saw growing up. How much, you know, how, how did that shape and mold you? Basically, like, uh, it's an everyday thing. Like, I, I try to go in, like, every day with a mindset of, like, whatever I do, I'm going to try to attack and be my best at it. Like, uh Man, like, like, like I say, even going to class, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to answer the question. I'm trying to, I'm trying to answer the most question. I'm trying to do this, that. Uh, it just means a lot to, like, while I'm here, I want to be able to fulfill everything I want to do. You a talker on the field? It depends. 
not when I'm knocking heads around, but when I'm knocking heads around and I'm uh, having fun while doing it. So sometimes you might get a chat out of me. Do, do you do most of your talking on the sideline? Yeah. Like in like the after, series? Like after, we, like after we score something, like I get the defense hype or something like that, or uh, I'm like, let special teams know, like, like, let's go. Where does the energy come from? Like my personal energy? Yeah. I try to bring it. Even if some days I'm not feeling it, like – I always try to bring it like it's somewhere inside me. I just don't know. Like, um, I guess it's uh, like you say, you bring certain stuff with you. And I guess I just bring a little bit of energy with me. Third year here, you're three and zero against Missouri. <laughs> it's your it's your, it's your home state team. I mean, yeah, you know, how, how, you know, this year you all scored a record sixty six points for SEC opponents. You 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 had seventy five snaps. You didn't allow a sack. Is that game spe- more meaningful to you or no? Uh, it, it is more meaningful because I had a few guys that actually like played at Mizzou, so it was it was great to get to see my family, and I consider them guys my family because they came from the same school as me, and they were able to get to those schools and accomplish uh, things for themselves too. So, uh, a couple of my guys are there: uh, Tyler Macon, uh, Dominic Lovett, and uh, Luther Burton. So, uh, I was able to like really see those guys. There's, those guys actually performed well uh, versus us. I won't even. Uh, Hold them down on that, and uh, they got like, like I said, I got a chance to uh, see them out of the game, like see how they were doing, and uh, just let them know, man, y'all doing a good job, and uh, just keep doing what y'all doing. Florida game, you won SEC Offensive Line of the Week for. Um, when you get that recognition, you know how, how big is that to kind of know that some of the hard work you've put in is paying off. It means a lot. It's definitely a big award, and um, not a lot of people. Uh, get the opportunity to say, "Hey, um, I got to be offensive lineman uh, this week, especially versus like a big, off, a big uh, SEC opponent like that." And uh, I was just blessed that I got the uh, got to accomplish one of those that a goal, which was a goal for me as a football player at the university. So I'm just glad I got an opportunity to be presented in that way. So when when you look at your story coming out of high school, you got an offer, and this has been talked about. You you got an offer as a snapper at a seven-on-seven event here at Tennessee. Like, you you didn't even come to really camp here. All of a sudden, you're just snapping the ball, and, you know, previous civil line coach sees you. They pull the trigger. You go to Alabama after that. Alabama offers you the same way. Kind of take me through, you know, what that couple of weeks was like, you know, know, in your recruitment. It was a spiral of events, man. I I went there, and I showed them coaches. I worked my butt off and, like, just, like – I just went there and showed them guys that, hey, like, I came out of nowhere, too. They really didn't expect me. And uh, I just did a little workout for them. And before I knew it, they, they offered me a scholarship. And, uh, man, it was crazy. It was like a, just a series of events. It was like boom, boom, boom. So, man, I just didn't know what to think. So, And when you committed here, you didn't know a ton about Tennessee. Yeah, I didn't know too much about Tennessee, from, but from what my coaches told me, actually. When when that kind of stuff happens, do you start trying to do research on the internet and kind of figure out, you know, this place and things that it offers and that type of stuff? Nah, I think about how I'm going to put my head down and work. That's what I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking, like, who's this, that, and third? How am I going to? I was thinking, once you set foot on that campus, you're on your own, and you're going to have to figure a way out. Like, you're going to have to work the hardest. You're going to have to do the most, and you're going to have to just let it, like, make yourself as best as you can be, just so you can get out of there with it, with or without a degree and being able to sustain yourself and be successful in life. So I just went in there, put my head down, and I'm just trying to go day by day to be better. All right, so most of his teammates would know him as Sprags, but you've kind of got this new nickname, 
the zookeeper. Did, did you give yourself that? Who gave you that? I think it was in a press conference in like the spring or something, or close to the fall, and uh, they was just like, "You keep getting these stuffed animals. What are you gonna call yourself?" And I, just, I just said like, "Yeah, you just had fun with it." Yeah, like, yeah. So it came from that, and uh, I, it just been stuck ever since. So the fans are, they have been, they they reached out to me uh, towards the beginning of the season. I was like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna have a stuffed uh, animal. And we just happen to be like in a close section to you, so we'll be able to give it to you." So I was like. Sure, no problem. I have no problem. So every time you chalk, chalk off a win, you get a stuffed animal. Yeah. You've got one. Your mom's got most of them, but you you have this one, which yeah. is the Alabama one, um, the big elephant. You know, if you can win the if you can win the Orange Bowl, you'd have to have a chance to get your third different tiger. <laughs> you know, because you've already beat LSU and Missouri. Right. Um, yeah. How much fun do you have with this? Man, it's a joy to me because uh, I just don't like. The fans are actually watching like these like these interviews, and they're understanding like players are having fun with this and uh, being able to finally like uh, you know do more than just play football. You know, basically, I like, get a fan base uh, opportunity to, to like experience these guys. Like, hey, these are not just football players; they're guys with uh, good hearts and good uh, attitudes. And like LSU, the game was well in hand, so you're you know you're over there having fun the last couple of minutes and yeah. you know all of a sudden you you got the you got the tiger and you're walking around there and holding it up for the crowd how much do you get a kind of it's almost like a, a i would call it like a WWE moment like how you're playing to the crowd how much do you kind of enjoy that man i enjoy it. um like i said i've been here for 3 years man you're not going to be here too long, too much longer than that and uh i just want to make my all my time here uh well spent i just don't want to waste it what stuffed animal do you not have that you want? <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. Let your imagination wander. Yeah. Um, get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When did you start playing football? I actually didn't start playing as early as many kids, man. I think I started... uh Around that middle school time, like uh, 13, 14, just not before going to high school. So, like, I went out there. I didn't think I was going to a football field. I thought I was going to get ice cream or something. And, uh, yeah, man, I put up to a football field in uh, Centerville, Illinois. And I went to play football for uh, Centerville Tigers. It was my first, like, time playing football. As so a, you didn't yeah. know you were going to play football? You no. thought you were going to get ice cream? My, Who took you to this, your parents? My dad. My dad in his red pickup truck. I remember it vividly. <laughs> we just got in, got in the truck, and it's hot too. It's like a hot weekday after school. Like, I get picked up, we driving. I'm thinking, all right, this ain't the way to wear the ice cream, man. So, 
where we going? You know, say nothing. We pulled into the football field, man. Before I knew it, I was playing little league football, and uh, that's actually where I met like one of my like really one of my mentors for real. Like uh, he my uh, my old little league coach. His name is uh, Coach Centurion Winters. Like this guy um, basically took me. And I didn't know nothing about football, like nothing at all. I was just a raw kid, and he just just molded me into like what people would say a dog. Like he gave me the opportunity to like just play football. Like when did you realize you were good? Never. Every day I'm striving to be better. Never the best. You just always gonna get better. So when you started to get recruited, how surreal was that? Because all of a sudden, you know, you go from just playing for fun to all of a sudden, like, oh wait, I could get. I could get free college out of this. It was just a thought at first, but like it got serious when I got to high school. I knew like, man, I really don't want to stay here after after this after football is over. So is your way out. Yeah, I knew I knew I didn't want to stay here after football was over. So I was like, man, let me figure something out. Uh, and I took football. Like a lot of people told me, like, man, you're not gonna make it out, bro. You're not. You you're gonna go to another another high school in East St. Louis, and then Eastside probably gonna beat you, and then yeah, not gonna be good or nothing in the future. Uh, like a lot of people say stuff like that, and uh, you just think like all that stuff go to the back of your head. Like, bro, I'm not, I'm not about to be what they saying I'm gonna be. So I'm gonna do whatever I can to make it out of where I'm at right now. So took that and like, man, high school football. It was just my my route. Like my my like I was free out there. Like I got the ability to do whatever I want. Like I can bust heads. I can run downfield with the running back and do everything. High school football is kind of its purest form, and you know, before you get to college, it's just kind of you and your your buddies that you you know played with growing up. How much did you enjoy high school football? Man, high school football definitely was a joy to me because uh, a lot of the guys that I knew back then from those like like in high school, man, I went I uh, I had a good high school like especially football wise. Like we went two seasons undefeated with state championships, fourteen and zero. So. Those guys from those teams, like, I definitely remember those guys. And, like, they hold a special place to me. And, uh, like, it just means a lot. Like, football carries you a long way in life, especially with the relationships you're gain. What's something most people don't know about you? I don't know. It's, it's, I'm actually really nice. Like, people, uh, I don't know if people think I'm mean or something, but, like, I'm actually really nice. I'm like a nice guy. I'm cool. Who's the guy that you're closest with on the football team? Probably O-lineman. It's just, like, it's not a specific person. It's just the O-line in general. Like, I'm an O-line guy. Like, I'm always with the O-line. Like, so, but I talk a lot with my quarterback and, uh, like, both my quarterbacks are like that because, uh, like, hey. What, what have you seen in, out of Joe since all of a sudden he's kind of been elevated? Because it's easy when you're – Easy kind of go through the motions when you know you're not the guy. Now Joe's the guy again. I mean, Joe Joe has always been a, uh, a guy in uh, in our eyes, definitely in the locker room. He just – it's just um, things happen and, like, you know, stuff happens. So now he's back in the loop and he gets his opportunity again. I'm pretty sure he's going to seize the moment. Like, that. That he's definitely a guy and there's no question in my mind. You're playing Clemson, and, and that's such a big opponent. They're the ACC champ. Not knocking if you'd went to the Cotton Bowl to play Tulane, but playing Group of Five is just a little bit different. Do you feel like there's a little more juice in this game because you're going against Clemson? I mean, I wouldn't say there's a lot of juice. It's, it's that's a natural thing with us as a team. Like we're gonna attack every game. Like we're gonna go in thinking, hey, it's gonna be fire fist on everywhere. Like we gotta go out there and ball. So it's not really a, hey, that's the game. We gotta we gotta get right. None of that. It's let's go in and execute. You look around at college football, and kids are opting out of bowl games all the time. I'm not sure how many will opt out in this one on either side, but as a leader of the team, 
is that kind of when you're going to pull everybody in and just say, hey, this, you know, we're going to be locked in on this one. We're going to ride with the guys we got and go. Uh, definitely. And it depends on definitely uh, each individual situation. You sure. Know, some guys opt out for different reasons, and you never know what's, what's other, what they have going on personally. So I couldn't judge a guy by what he does. And uh, But as far as the guys that, that stay and consider doing their bowl game for their team, like whatever they do, like it's definitely a time that, that the team will build way more because depending on the amount of guys that opt out, the remaining guys on the team will have, will have a stronger bond finishing out like that and being able to get that bow in. Best moment of all as a Vols, what? It's definitely a game. You see the you see the elephant. And yeah. It was definitely the Alabama game for me, man. Uh, that was a great experience. Uh, unbelievable experience, uh, definitely for us and the fan base uh, to be able to go in and just execute. Cap off that uh, that seal, man. Best day of your life to this point has been what? Every day I get to play college football in the SEC. Every day. Who's the one guy on this team you've learned the most from? I have I I don't have a problem with listening to anybody. My ears are open. If guys like give me a suggestion, it could be a running back to give me a suggestion. I'm gonna listen. Like every guy on the team has an opinion, and I believe like it could be heard. It should be heard from uh, any point of view. So. Everybody, I learn from everybody on the team. Like uh, I'm cool with a lot of the guys, and I'm, I'm I know all of the guys, so it isn't really too much. More fun in team meetings or in the OL room when it's just you and the the other guys? <laughs> Probably the OL team meetings is pretty quiet and straightforward. A little more cut up in the OL, OL room. Uh, somewhat as much as uh, Coach would be allowed. We get to literally listen to music. Like I don't know who else does that. Like we get to listen to music. Like, watch plays, all this stuff, and, uh, like, through all of this, like, through all of this, music is playing. Like, like we have probably the most fun. I would say, like, not outside the, uh, the O-line room, but in the O-line room, we probably have, like, the most fun out of a lot of uh, O-line room. What offensive linemen do you like to watch and try to learn from, uh, maybe at the NFL level or other college players? Anybody you particularly like to kind of – Scope out and kind of evaluate. I watched the guys that previously been here, like uh, Khalil McKenzie and uh, and uh, Trey and uh, guys like that. I just sit up there, try to watch their technique and stuff, and see what those guys are doing, and I can improve in my game. I asked this a couple of weeks ago. I think it's an interesting question to kind of get your get your feedback. I got Cooper and Darnell's. If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you're doing? Donate. Going back home. Cause that's why I know, like, it's, uh, that's why I know from like where I've been all over the world, and I haven't been too many places, but traveling with the team, traveling like on my own and stuff with my family, I like after all the places I've been, I come back home and it's still the worst. Like, so I'm gonna go home and try to do something there. What'd you try to do there? Uh, probably create a health center or some somewhere like someplace little, someplace younger like, versions like, of you. Yeah, like young kids or like. Yeah, young adults can come and, like, have a resource to, like, you know, if they're struggling, they can, like, have necessities for their everyday life or probably get, like, assistance with food and stuff like that. Once you get past the bowl game, you kind of get to that off season. What's off season look like for you? Is it – is Working. it besides the workouts? I mean, like, are you going to basketball games? Like, what, what, what do you do as a student? I'm going to the gym. I love I love UT and all the athletics, but I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get my body in the, in shape. I need to to participate in the draft next year. Favorite part of working out is what? 
Everything. I love working out. What's the worst part then? It's no worst no, part. No worst Whatever's part. gonna get my body right, I'm willing to do it. If it hurts, it's good. I like that. I like that. You have any pets? No. Uh I'm planning Besides the stuffed animals. Yeah, I'm planning on getting a pet actually when I come back from the bowl game. What what are we getting? Do we know? Hopefully I get a um I'm looking at a, a can of car so right now from uh my family members back home. They like breed them, they've been breeding them for years, so I'm looking at getting one of those. Don't get big, but I'm prepared. I got a backyard. Best Christmas carols what? I don't have one. You know that's a, bad. You're not a singer? No. I don't have one. You might get a tune or two from me every once in a while in the house, but publicly cut it. <laughs> not gonna do that. Favorite movie? Uh The Wood. I've not seen it. What's it about? Tell me about it. It's about uh it's about three uh Three friends, I think, in California, and like, uh, they like grew up in California from like adolescence to adults. And, uh, uh, one of them got married, so they just doing back the flashbacks of how all that stuff happened, and uh, it's crazy, crazy stuff. Got to, got to watch. We had Brew on a couple of weeks ago, and you know, he said if he could get drafted by anybody, it would be the Rams. The Rams used to be in your city though, before they were like technically they were in L.A., then St. Louis, then back to L.A., but. How much do you miss not having an NFL team in St. Louis? Uh, man, I couldn't say because I I never got a chance to like experience the Rams game. Like as a kid in East St. Louis, like it was really that, like, like you couldn't you couldn't experience that. It took some some something to get into games. Like some some it always took something. Like it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. It, well, it wasn't easy. So, man, I I never really got a chance to see the Rams growing up playing in St. Louis all the years I've been there. So. And it's, what's crazy, I've never been to a Cardinals game. Like, out of all the years. Are you a Cardinals rode, fan? Do you keep up with it? I've rode past Cardinals Stadium at least a thousand times. At least a thousand or two thousand times. Maybe in a year. I wouldn't even save my life. But never been to a game. Greatest Cardinal of all time, do you know? Albert Pujols. Or Stan Musial. For your era, Albert Pujols. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you, were you keeping up with it this past year when he was kind of on the retirement run there, Dan? Man, I was so focused on the season. I didn't get a chance to look at look at the look at my old high school team. Like they were just out there balling out. So I just got in the loop on those guys. They just won a state championship out there, at, uh, East St. Louis. How much pride do you have in that? Oh man, shout out to East St. Louis, man. They just won a championship. You feel me? State championship, six A class, uh, class championship, man. It was a blowout score too. That was out there in Champaign. And uh, man, I'm just happy for them guys, man. It, it means a lot coming from that school. Your high school and Darnell's high school state champs this year. As Huntington High also brought home a gold ball last week. Um, most influential person in your life? My parents. They're definitely the most influential in my life. Uh, they've done a lot, as uh, most most parents have done for their kids. But man, for me, they've done absolutely the most. Like. Especially now in our older age, because my parents had me in our older age, like they're in their sixties now, and I'm just hitting twenty. So since my freshman year coming out here, uh, like they came to almost, if not all, uh, eighty to ninety percent of the games, like they try, they try their best to get out here and come see me. Like it just means a lot. It means a lot to me that they get an opportunity to see 
me coming from nothing, basically, like, like they already know. And uh, just being able to do something bigger, like being able to be seen outside of where I'm from. One last trip to Missouri next year. <laughs> yeah. It's a home game for them then. They get that easy drive. Yeah. Which I don't know if any if, if that's a easy drive or not, just because it's still a two-hour drive. It's, be easy. it's probably going to be like four for them because they relocated in Indiana. Oh, they did? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So how, how how quickly can they get to Knoxville then? About five and a half hours. That's less than seven coming from Illinois. Yeah. So that is easier drive. Pretty good. Do you, so, so when you go home, you're not going home to East St. Louis much anymore, are you? You're going to Indiana uh, not now. As much, not as much. I'm going to Indiana. And, uh, How different is that? Because that's not your hometown, but now it kind of is, in yeah. some way. Uh, not too different. It's it's definitely different as far as like the what I see every day. So, uh, but it's not too much of a difference as far as like. Uh, People I see, like, people don't act too much different, but it's a drastic uh, change on what they have out there. Motivation for next year and kind of what would you say your motto is heading into final year? I don't know. If you can't be perfect, be great. That's what I got for myself because I ain't uh, taking no other routes. What, what would it mean to you to, to have an all-SEC top season in senior year? Uh, it would mean a lot. It would mean that I really uh, put forth my best foot and. Uh, should I show the SEC that I'm one of the uh, better alumnus? Well, he's ready to show the SEC. We'll show uh, at least a few more stuffed animals over the next 365 days. Congratulations, my man, and uh, hopefully you'll get that animal you're, uh, you covet the most. Yeah, I'm going to get it for sure, and I appreciate you having me too. That's Javante Spragans, this week's Ball Club Confidential. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.